Hey, it's Dr. Christine here. Join me this coming Monday, July 17th at 6 p.m. Eastern in my live Facebook group. Go to www.healthyrebelsfb.com. It'll be at 6 p.m. as I said, and I'll be doing some Q&A at the end for my review of the documentary, What the Health. So hope to see you in there. Again, go to healthyrebelsfb.com, and I'll be doing the Q&A at the end. So a lot of things about this movie I agree with, but there are a few things that are very off, and I feel need to be tweaked because they missed the mark. So join me Monday, July 17th at 6 p.m. See you there. Hello everyone, Dr. Christine Kazmar here coming at you with another mini episode and one of the things I wanted to do is just kind of use some of my daily practice events, case studies, uh, some little snippets from what happens in my consultations with real live patients, okay, and, and share some takeaways with you because I've been in practice for over 17 years now, I'm in the trenches, I literally, literally have helped thousands of people regain their freedom from things like Crohn's, colitis, IBS, and so forth. And what I want to start off with is um, when you hear your doctor say something like this to you, you're going to have to be on this medication the rest of your life. This is the kind of thing that should make you run for the hills. Inherently wrong within that kind of a false statement your doctor is making to you is the lack of ability to understand how well the body like likes to come back to homeostasis. It's a lack of understanding of how smart and intelligent and brilliant your body is. And to give you that life sentence that you need to re- rely on this kind of chemical substance, a pre- prescription med, is awful. The big deal is this. Prescription medications are never going to restore function. Ever. They can't. And why they can't is that they are not food. Meaning they have no nutritional value to the human body. Foods are fats, carbs, proteins, vitamins, minerals, and enzymes. It is your macronutrients or your fats, carbs, proteins that supply energy to your body, provided that you have enough enzyme activity to utilize those macronutrients. But prescription medications are never going to heal you. They are never going to nourish you, nor are they going to restore function. So that's my tip for you today is when your doctor says you need to be on this drug for the rest of your life, you need to you need to challenge that and more importantly you need to ask better questions you need to be accountable and responsible and do your homework because that is not how it should be now i think there are some extreme exceptions to this rule for example insulin and so forth but i'm talking about a specific patient that came in this week whose doctor told her that she would have to be on protonics the rest of her life protonics is a nasty proton pump inhibitor a heartburn med, an antacid, call it what you want. But this is a destructive drug because it prevents the body from doing two major things, which is digest protein and absorb minerals. That's what these proton pump inhibitors do. Not to mention, Protonix has a stroke risk of 70%. That's 7-0. <laughs> Who wants to be on that? So stay tuned for more of these types of episodes. Let me know what you think. Also check out my bigger podcast over at Smart Digestion Radio. You can find that on Stitcher, iTunes, and so on and so forth. So and those usually release every Tuesday. <laughs> All right, you guys. All right, nice to talk to you here. These are I'm gonna have to come up with a nice catchy name for what I call these. And if you have any suggestions, you can go ahead and feel free to reply on my Twitter as well. So take care and I'll see you soon. Hey everyone, Dr. Christine here. Good morning. It's 
July 13th. <laughs> it's Thursday, and uh, for today on my Dr. Christine's confession sessions, one of the common things that I see happen when patients come in for the consultation is that on my intake form, I ask what supplements they are taking. Obviously, I ask what medications they are taking, but, but also what supplements they are taking. And it surprises me how many things people take. Uh, just yesterday, one of my patients, she had a list. She couldn't even fit it on the form. She had to write it on the back of the paper. And she was literally taking over 18 supplements. 18, one eight. That is overkill. That is way too much. And there's so much fillers and all kinds of nonsense within these supplements. This is what confession too. When I attend some of my um, business building conferences for my supplement company, Omega Digestion, I am the only doctor in the room. That's disturbing, I know, it disturbs me. I'm the only doctor in the room. What I'm trying to say is, all supplements are not created equal. If somebody can finance their own supplement company, they can make their own supplement. So there are some things to definitely be mindful about when you do buy supplements and they are looking at your ingredients. You want to try to avoid things that contain magnesium stearate. It's not going to hurt you, but what that is is a binding chemical called an excipient, a flow agent. And so you're not going to get as much of the potency of that product as you think you are. Therefore, you're wasting your money. Uh, other things you should be looking for with supplements are you want things that are going to be from whole plants. So berries, roots, stem, bark, uh, leaves. These are the types of things that connote whole plant-based. And so this is what you want to have. And then lastly, you don't want to be taking so many things. No matter how sick somebody is when they come to see me, they're getting about four products. Maybe if somebody is um, going through chemotherapy or they have some you know, serious disease, they may be on five, maybe six, but that is so rare. The sweet spot I find are four supplements. So this is my, this is my little go-to thing for you today. This is something I want you to consider and, and really be smart about is you're, you're spending a lot of money on things that your body isn't properly utilizing. And remember, you are not what you eat, you are what you digest. This goes for supplements also. I can't tell you how many people I test who are taking vitamin C or what have you and, and their vitamin C score is terrible. So please share this out. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Hey everybody, Dr. Christine here back at it with another confession session. And I got a goodie for you today. <laughs> well, they're all goodies, right? But I kind of have a rant and that is with a particular doctor, I'm not going to name names. I think it'll be pretty obvious just by me saying one word and that is lectins. That's right, lectins, L-E-C-T-I-N-S. These are little proteins that are binding, kind of carbohydrate-y, membrane-y, sticky thingies. <laughs> and at any rate, they are found in virtually all foods. Well, this doctor was crazy advertising all over Facebook late last year, early this year, attaching all sorts of fear toward lectins and saying how these are going to, you know, be hard to digest. These are going to create a lot of gas and bloat and discomfort. These are in the nightshades. You should avoid the nightshades. I agree with avoiding grains and things like this, but he's having people so afraid to eat food <laughs> that contain lectins. It makes me nuts. And here's the part that I'm ranting about. I went over and I checked this doctor's Facebook page, there has been crickets, nothing, nada, nothing going on over there since the spring. 
for the last four months, no posts. So this guy spent so much money on Facebook ads. They were all over my Facebook page. So many of my patients were asking me about this guy and his products. And yet now there's nothing over there, right? Let me just say one thing. Lectins are foods, but they can also be digested because if you have the proper enzymes, they can digest this kind of thing. And why would you want to scoop out, for example, the little gel with the seeds of tomatoes when in that precious gel, you have cardiovascular healing properties, you have vitamin A, vitamin C, you have lycopenes. Why would you want to remove that? Because this doctor spent tons of ads telling you to be afraid of lectins and to buy his product. So please be mindful about stuff like this. That's my rant for today. <laughs> Don't fear the lectins. If you, if you didn't eat lectins, you would eat nothing. Okay, you would eat nothing. Now granted, sprouting your food, sprouting food is good because it increases the enzyme content too. And why would that make less lectins? Because there's more enzyme content. It's gonna help digest that. Just be mindful of this kind of stuff. Dr. Christine's confession session rant over and out. I'll talk to you next time. Hey everybody, Dr. Christine back at you. And um, so I was driving out to get a chai. And of course, I was just recently thinking, you know what? This windshield hasn't been cracked since I got this car. <laughs> and sure enough, boink, there goes my windshield, a, a nice spider crack. So I went straight to Bell Tire. They did a great job. If you're in Michigan, you know Bell Tire. And uh, 40 bucks later, you can barely even see the thing. But at any rate, while sitting in there waiting for about an hour for this, I, uh, I picked up the newspaper, which they have for their customers, which is nice. And uh, I, I was looking for something about health. And uh, on the inside front page, it says, FDA panel okays first available treatment in the U.S. A panel of cancer experts, what the hell does that even mean? Wednesday recommended approval of what would become the first gene therapy available in the U.S. The FDA advisory panel voted 10 to 0 in favor of an advanced leukemia treatment developed by the University of Pennsylvania and Novartis Corp. That's a big pharma, really big heavy hitter in, in uh, the pharmaceuticals. Further, it says the FDA usually allows or sorry, the FDA usually follows recommendations of its expert panels, but isn't obligated to do so. The therapy could be the first of a wave of treatments custom made to target a person's cancer. Now check this out. It's called CAR-T. It involves, pay attention here, removing immune cells from a patient's blood, reprogramming them to create an army of cells that can zero in and destroy cancer cells and injecting them back into the patient. Now, that's completely impossible, first of all. <laughs> and let me just say something. Let's back way up and figure out what would potentially be causing a blood cancer such as leukemia, which, by the way, my grandfather died from, and he happened to work for the FDA. Kind of an interesting link there. Uh, but let me tell you something. Any kind of blood issue is coming from two biggies. Two. And that is your diet, prescription medications such as Remicade, and a bonus third, the undigested diet. So the undigested food from your diet. So undigested food in your diet is going to lead to blood cancers. And so too will prescription meds, much like Remicade. Why do I know this? Because I pay attention to what my patients are telling me. I have the nursing desk reference, which talks heavily about a lot of blood trauma and blood toxicity that these drugs like Remicade cause. This is a, an injection, an infusion that patients get sometimes every six weeks, sometimes more infrequent. And these are for my patients who are Crohn's, colitis, this kind of thing. 
So before we start talking about making new drugs, Novartis, how about we really look at what a true cancer expert may be, which is finding out what's causing this kind of thing. Let's focus on cause and prevention versus treating, 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 treating all the time. So I'm sorry with, um, if I'm being a buzzkill here for those who may be listening to this and really buying into this advanced leukemia treatment, but I don't buy it because it's never going to address the root cause. It's never going to address the root cause. And by removing immune cells and thinking that your man-made thing is going to make them somehow better and then pop them back in, that's very arrogant. So we need to be looking at our diet. We need to be looking at how well we are digesting our diet. And we need to be really cautious of the prescription meds that we are on and their side effects. As I've said before, prescription medications are never going to restore function. They can't. They're not foods. Foods are fats carbs, proteins, those are your macronutrients, they provide energy, vitamins, minerals, and enzymes. And enzymes are the true key that has changed my practice around. Enzymes are the keys that make the fats, the carbs, and proteins convert into energy within the body. And when you have undigested food, that's going to cause inflammation and a cascade and sequence of events that is destructive. So this is revolting, what the FDA is planning with Novartis. Uh, it's just more BS. It's just going to harm and kill more people than it could possibly ever help because it's not nourishment. It's not food. It can't heal. That's what I got for you today, and I'll talk to you next time.